With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon? You must be talking about Wright brand bacon, because mm-hmm. they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real wood smoke. Real. And you can tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try Wright brand bacon. That's called Wright brand bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Thank you for uh, filling in. This is Covino and Rich. The Thanksgiving tradition of the Detroit Lions goes all the way back to 1934. The Cowboys goes back to 1966. And as of this year, they're calling it the John Madden Thanksgiving celebration. That's how we're sort of calling the whole day of football action in the NFL. Boom. Boom. And I saw people on social media sort of discussing whether or not we're over the idea of the Lions and the Cowboys every year. Don't do it. Don't do it. And <laughs> Perfect right, from my cold, dead hands. Perfect, you're going to be pleased to know. By the way, Perfect running the board today. What's up, Chris? Perfect. Uh, dead Again, hands. Colder than dead turkey. Detroit Lions fan. He wears his, uh, what is it? Honolulu blue. Honolulu blue. blue. He wears his Honolulu blue every day. It might be in the form of his chonies, but he's always (laughs) representing. He's He's always representing the Lions. You know, Perfect, you you might have thought, oh, is he going to say take it away? No, not this year because they're good. No, I don't think they should ever. I feel like, listen, sometimes tradition is making the same mistake over and over and over. And sometimes tradition is good. And I think the NFL, believe it or not, has nailed it. Meaning, yo, you keep the tradition alive of the Lions and the Cowboys. And by the way, the reason they're hosting, I don't want to be a... I know you're off today. You don't need a history lesson. It's not school time. But it all goes back to the same stuff. Teams wanting a little love, a little press. That's that's the That's sort of the storyline behind both of these franchises. The Lions, 1934, they were having difficulty gaining any sort of popularity in their new city. So the owner, Richards, came up with the idea to schedule their biggest game of the year against their rival, the Bears. Well, remember, part of the story is everybody told them not to do it. Like, it was You're crazy. What are you, you, crazy? Football on Thanksgiving on a Thursday? And it was, like, unheard of. Well, they had been doing it since 19... uh, 5,000 people or something show up, and then every year more and more show up became a thing, and because it became so popular, uh, I believe in the 60s, like 66 or something like that, uh, Dallas team president Tex Schramm Agreed to do the same well, thing. Well, yeah, not 1966 or something. It is 1966. You were right. Uh, uh, I remember hearing the story where because they needed to do something, they just jumped on the bandwagon. It became history. And honestly, you know, Perfet said it. 
now you're buzzing about it when both teams are good. The Lions haven't been 8-2 since 1962, since JFK was president. Now you want to stop this tradition or buzz about it? Two good teams that we're excited to watch. Last time it the makes Dodgers, no sense. Last time the Lions were this good, Danny J. Dodger Stadium opened. 1962. Marilyn Monroe died in 1962. The Mets were created in 1962. Johnny Carson debuted in 1962. So, I mean, we're, we should be happy that, wow, the Lions were getting one of the most dominant teams, finally, on Thanksgiving Day. But I love the tradition of Lions and Cowboys. Well, we used to have more on Thanksgiving. I think, to your point, that's why it's kind of really important to safeguard it. Because if you if you, you have forgotten, Texas and Texas A&M used to play Thanksgiving. And that yeah. was the biggest rivalry in Texas in since 1978. But the breakup of those two teams, when A&M goes to the SEC, like takes it off from Thanksgiving. And now the question is, Texas going back to the SEC, is these two colleges actually hate each other will we get that bad back but ever since it went away what like people in texas only talk about a&m in in texas when are they going to play again and will it be on thanksgiving and that that would be a cool that would be a cool rivalry rebirth but what i do love what the nfl did though when you think about it there's a combination of uh tradition or innovation and cavino you always quote the little tortilla girl the old El Paso tortilla girl was posed uh, with a question. It's a really tough flour, one. <laughs> flour or corn tortillas? Soft or crunchy tortillas? And she looked at everyone in her family and said, why not both? And they celebrate her and they cheer her till this yeah! day. Why not both? Why not both? So when Why you, not both? When you talk about tradition or innovation, to quote the little tortilla girl from old El Paso, why not both? Why not tradition of... Hey, let's keep the Cowboys and Lions on every year. And you know what they did in 06? I feel like I'm playing a history professor this morning. It was 06 when they added that third night game. And now, this year, the first ever Black Friday game. So, you know what? I'm never going to argue more football if it's reasonable. And I love the night game. And I love now the tradition of your first Black Friday game tomorrow, which is Jets-Dolphins. So, What did I say before about the marketing of holidays, right? And you could say that waters them down, but it also makes them a lot more fun. Thanksgiving needs a little bit of a rebranding and needs more fun. And football goes hand-in-hand with Thanksgiving. Lean into that. That's the good side of it, aside from food and stuffing your face. And you can introduce new traditions without getting rid of the old ones. Why not both? And... Honestly, I feel like the one problem we do have, well, there's many, but a problem we have in this country is lack of culture, lack of traditions. Like, we got to lean into them and safeguard them, as Perfet said. Keep them going. That's what makes us uh, American. That's what makes us a culture, a society. America! No, but it's true. Like, we need those traditions. And I have a few that, that, that I appreciate on Thanksgiving. Rich, one of them's coming back. Growing up, aside from all the football, and even your backyard football, because that's part of it, right? Is, is that every family? Does every family at some point go outside and throw around the football? It's like it's, I'm, a, it's like the one time your uncle wants to like play with you. Yeah, yeah the turkey was, bowl. Yeah, it's, yeah. You, know, you <laughs> hope it's the one time. Yeah, it's yeah the one yeah. time my uncle no, wanted to play I, with me. Can, what? Yeah, someone just wants to, you know, hey, let's play a catch. You know, no, but run it, for a pass. It is, uh, it is true. The the Thanksgiving tradition of, like you said, we just encapsulate it all. The parade. Cowboys, Lions, now they've added other games, which is awesome. Throwing around the football, and I like to I like to end the night with a little 
planes, trains, and automobiles, or Love Actually. Like the one Thanksgiving movie that or trash movie. There's a, there's a porn scene in that movie. You right. want to bring up that trash movie amongst mixed company and little kids running around the house? Love Actually is one of the greatest that movies movie of all time. Stinks. I was about to tell you about a movie that's coming back that's always been part of the tradition. For the first time in forever, and we grew up in New York, WPIX is re-airing March of the Wooden Soldiers again on Thanksgiving. Get that crap out of here. March of the Wooden Soldiers? It's a Thanksgiving tradition, you bozo. Love Actually. Yeah, Love Actually. That movie's like, that movie's so overrated, dude. This is an actual endearing classic, American classic. Are you kidding me? So I'm telling you, it's back. Watch that one. It's it says and screams Thanksgiving, much like NFL football, uh, and like Perfet said, even some college football. Um, enjoy your turkey ass, enjoy your parade, and let's keep the traditions going. But let's add to them. That's the key here, Fox Sports Radio. You don't have to get rid of the old ones. You could just add some new ones. That's fine, and you could have your own. But let's share them. Like, does your family go rogue on Thanksgiving? Do you have something that, hey, maybe we could borrow? Maybe we could talk about? Let's let's hear your things. What do you do? Like, I'll give you another one, Rich. Maybe it's because I'm, I'm half Mexican. I don't know the deal. I don't know the answer to this. But growing up, like, my family didn't really, we always had turkey. Don't get it twisted. There was always turkey. But I know me personally wasn't always a big turkey guy. So... We always had ham. You're not a turkey guy. I think think it's much like your stupid Love Actually movie, overrated. That's just my personal opinion. And I know everyone's going to say, because you're not cooking it right. You ever deep fry it? I'm not thinking, like, I feel like, I feel like hey, this is the one day you can't complain about turkey. Yeah, I'm not complaining. <laughs> it's really I'm not tur- complaining. Who's a turkey I'm guy, though? Who's a turkey yeah. guy? If it was so I good, we'd turkey. have turkey yeah, year-round. Yeah, you have round. turkey year-round. What was the, well, outside of Thanksgiving, when do you put a turkey because, in the oven? Because, but Christmas. it's just a popular thing to dump on that opinion, that's fan. all. <laughs> no, turkey's for ham. Or Christmas, oh, this is for ham. Sliced turkey, like ham. thinly cut uh, at the deli. Yes, turkey subs, those are great. That's different. That's different. You know, turkey for me was never a big thing. But it's part of the tradition, so your family prepares one. But we always prepared a ham, dude, and we always had tacos because my grandma had them on standby. On Thanksgiving? On th- I mean, she kept them in her pockets. Yeah, she always she had them. Here, <laughs> <laughs> she, she always had them. So now Christmas again, for me is seafood. It's, you know, seven fi- uh, feast of seven fishes. Yeah, yes, the, yes, the Italian yes, yes. the Italians do it right on on Christmas yes, Eve and Christmas. Godfrey might do the best coach prime. You know how people debate who does the best Trump? No debate. Best Godfrey, I'm sorry, best uh, Coach Prime, definitely Godfrey. Really? Rich oh, thought it was Rich it. thought it was actually Spot shows me the clip. I go, oh, Coach what Prime. does Coach Prime say? And he goes, That's not Coach Prime, that's Godfrey. Because he's wearing the Colorado sweatshirt, the hat, the sunglasses. He's got the cadence he's down, like, the voice. He's like, yeah, Coach Prime. Like he has everything <laughs> down. So look up our buddy Godfrey comedian. Oh, I want to hear it. Oh, so go check that up. out. Um now something went down last night in the NBA, and I thought it was I at first I was like, is this a deep fake? That's the problem today, by the way, with everything. I don't want to sound like a, an old guy because I'm not. Dude, the problem today is I'll watch some crap, and then I have to spend time making sure it's not fake. That's the world we live in now where you see a funny clip, and before you share it with your friends or, I don't know, on a national radio broadcast, you want to make sure what you're seeing is actually real. And I'm, I'm like, duped at least once a week. At least. I mean... You were duped by Bigfoot a few times. You were duped by aliens. One time you were duped, Cavino, by thinking there was a guy that could run on water. He what, what did you, what did they call it? Liquid mountaineering. That's not a thing. But I was like, oh, this is true. Coach Popovich 
grabs the mic and addresses all the fans in San Antonio that are booing Kawhi Leonard. Now, you don't need to be uh, a sports historian to remember, you know, Kawhi Leonard that helped that team win an NBA title. Kawhi Leonard, the guy who was an MVP caliber guy on that team Dude, for years. he was the NBA Finals MVP in 2014. <laughs> <laughs> seven years. And by the way, best laugh in the game. <laughs> and, and what a smile. Yeah. He also pushed his way out of town, though, with a fake injury. Da- I, Danny, I do remember that clearly because my wife is from New Braunfels, Texas, so all her friends and family are Spurs fans. So that- <laughs> it doesn't take away from his finals MVP no, no. and his championship. But they, they went from loving that guy to thinking he was full of it. And I think it's it's like, you know, being, you ever in a relationship where you could look back and be like, every time... All, most of the times I spent with this woman were fantastic. But if it ends in a weird, bitter way, then it sort of cancels out all the good. Like, well, if you, Rich, how many times in life do things end in a positive, amicable way? Anytime I hear amicable, I'm like, BS. They just say that for the press. Most relationships don't end in a fantastic way. Hey, was your divorce amicable? Uh, yeah, because I'm on the radio and I'll say that. Now, Kawhi Leonard, <laughs> best laugh in the game. <laughs> we forget, like I said, because it's the, it's the relationship that was fantastic, but then she uh, slept with your best friend, so you forget all the good times. You just remember that she slept with your best friend. Kawhi Leonard, Danny's right, that like fake injury at the end. I want to say fake injury, but... Not fake, but, but overblown and exaggerated a little bit. He he stretched it out for a long time and then with got his out of own town. medical team, remember? Yeah, he, look, who knows for his side of things, and, and you know what? I hate to say this. It's a somber thought, but everything has an expiration date. Maybe his time was done. Well, clearly his time was done there. Yeah. There's no right way to exit a situation that's not good for you anymore. You know, you're going to get backlash. He won, with like the Rapt- he won with the Raptors and was like, wow, Kawhi's like, you know, this, this, this dude's one of the best players in the game, if not the best player for a, a minute, right? Went to the Clippers with Paul George. They thought they were going to turn that thing around in a second. Has not worked out. So long story short, too late. Goes back to San Antonio. And they still hold on to that animosity. Yeah, they still remember that, uh, yeah. you know, he slept with their wife or something. Mm-hmm. And the crowd starts booing. They still remember the fact that he had uh, the need to see other NBA teams. <laughs> 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 and Coach Popovich grabbed the mic. Take a listen. Kawhi with eight points tonight, three of five from the floor. And it is only three. Pops on we the mic. Stop all the booing. Let these guys play. It's not old class. It's not who we are. Knock off the booing. Wow. I'm telling the fans to lay off Kawhi Leonard. After wow. That's not San Antonio. Half lay the crowd off. booed him. Lay off the booing. And it poses, like, obviously the question of do you want your coach telling you how to behave? And I will say this. There might be, you can add to the list if you want. There might be like five coaches that could say something and the fans would be like, you got a coach. And I feel like Popovich is one of those guys. What he's done in San Antonio, what, five rings? A guy that looks is looked at around the league as like one of the great guys as far as understanding he, players. He gave that city and those fans so many reasons to celebrate. What are you going to do, not listen to this guy? continue booing this guy boo louder for so many reasons this clip was so intriguing like i loved it but i wasn't sure why i was like 
Do I love it because it's pop telling everyone to simmer down? Do I love it because he's standing up for his his former player that they that he won with? Do I love it because it's just controversial and I know people are going to hate it and some are going to love it? I don't. I don't love. Things. I don't love the idea of the coach telling the fans how to behave. But again, I do think there's a few people that have that next level respect, and I hate to say it, Kavino, because I'm a Mets fan. But back in the day, I feel like if for some reason Joe Torre went over the PA at Yankee Stadium, people better be listening. That's Joe Torre. You know, Pat Riley for the Lakers. If you are the... Tommy Lasorda at Dodger Stadium. If Tommy Lasorda was like, hey, hey, hold up, everybody, and grabbed the mic at Dodger Stadium, there's certain people that warranted a level of respect. This isn't like some year one coach. This isn't some knucklehead. This isn't Staley for the Chargers. No offense. This isn't like some... This isn't some guy on the brink of losing his gig. This is maybe, arguably, a top three NBA coach of all time. But a lot of people are saying, too, this is soft. Like, hey, people paid for their tickets. They could do whatever they want. It's a sporting event. So it's like, you know, boss move or soft move sort of question here, too. Yeah, I'm giving Popovich all the props in the world. He's earned that. There's no debate there. He's earned the fact that he can grab the mic and do what he wants. And whether or not people want to listen is is up for debate. So I'd love to hear your feedback on this whole let's, thing. Because let's hear the it. Feedback was strong. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. So Cavino posed the question, and I like it. I like it. Boss move or soft move? Popovich grabbing the mic, telling the crowd to simmer down. Now is that lame? Is that lame ass? Or is that is that a cool move? Is that Popovich saying, "Hey, listen, I've been here, and you know what? Since nineteen ninety nine, for the last you know better part of two plus decades." I've been bringing a winning culture here, and I'm about to start bringing a winning, a winning culture again in this next stage of my career with Wembenyama. So, do you respect Pop, or do you think this is a lame-ass move? We'll take your feedback next. Kavino Rich, in for the great Dan Patrick. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. 
Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Other duos that come to mind... You know, maybe it wasn't even like because of a fallout, but I always put them together in my mind like a Bagwell and Biggio, right? Like or, or like um, like a Barry Bonds and Bobby Bonilla. Killer. If they had a cool nickname, yeah, it did ruin it a little bit when they decided to go to s- different teams. What breakups bothered you in the world of sports and entertainment? I have two that come to mind, and. One of them, we're fresh off of raving about the documentary. If you've not seen It Ain't Over, the Yogi Berra documentary, I don't care about the Yankees at all. I'm a sad Mets fan. But watching the documentary and realizing how for years Yogi wouldn't go back to Yankee Stadium, George Steinbrenner and and Yogi Berra had such an awful breakup based on how Yogi was fired in the 80s. As a manager, yeah. That he didn't go back to the stadium for what? Over over 10 14, years. 14, uh, 14 years. 14 years, I believe, yeah. And the fun fact is the day he finally went back to Yankee Stadium after making up with George Steinbrenner, that was the day David Cohn pitched his perfect game. It was like magic. That's a great story. Yogi yeah. and Steinbrenner, I don't even care about the Yankees, and I feel like that one probably hurt the hearts of a lot of baseball fans. That The fact that Yogi didn't want to go back to Yankee Stadium. Yeah, he was he was missed. It was like a big piece was missing for a long time. Um, it doesn't have to be sports. I mean, radio, just as a duo here, even though we're you know, a team, we're, we're an ensemble show, Spot, Danny G, Perfett, you know, Nick Cope's hanging out with us. The, the years keep piling on for Rich and I. There would be so many duos that would come up to us and say, yeah, once you hit about year seven. And then it was like, yeah, once you hit about year 17. You know, you think of the Opie and Anthony's of the world. Yeah. No, there, there are guys that dominated radio or broadcasting, and then they just they go we their were, separate ways. We were just yeah, talking about one during the break on uh, Mad, Dog, Mad Dog Russo with Mike Francesa. 
Dude. Like, everything we did together. We did everything, together. you know what? Because they, they were magic together, but then it, it's also, well, what are they going to do without one another? And there's that weird dynamic to it. And you see, you know, they're both doing great, but, you know, Mad Dog's still slaying it, doing his thing, uh, going viral now on ESPN. But it's, it's a major thing when these duos break up because people change throughout time and they've had enough of each other and they move on. So you, um, you talked about, you talked also about documentaries. There's another one out Bye Bye Barry about Barry Sanders. And what, I have to watch decided, it. It just came out, decided, right? Recently? Yeah, it just came out. Funny enough, it's already creating more controversy within it because Scott Mitchell, who was quarterback from the Detroit Lions, is like upset in how he's portrayed in there and feels he's getting too much blame for why the Lions were bad. But it also happened like twice. Like Barry Sanders, I've got to sat down and talk with him, and like he's he's now back with the Lions. They're all very groovy, but like he faxed in his resignation. He walked away for a long time, and the frustrating thing with the Lions is it happened twice. Yeah. Because Calvin Johnson had a acrimonious breakup over a million dollars that the team clawed back from him. Those those breakups hurt you as a fan. Now, Perfett, I was actually, I went to Ford Field for the first time. I saw a Lions game a month ago, and Barry Sanders was out there in the field. The crowd loves him. And when those guys finally statue now, yeah. when they make up with the team a la Barry Sanders or Yogi Berra, the fans like feel like yes, or like when uh, you know before he passed away, when Bill Buckner was finally welcomed back by the Red Sox, like hey, like we don't got bad beef anymore, you know? Bad beef, bad beef. Um, I hope you don't have bad beef either. I don't want to give away all the answers because again, Hall and Oates, they're at odds. Everybody's uh, upset by this. Instead of being thankful on Thanksgiving, they're hateful, restraining orders. You know, you think of Simon and Garfunkel, another, like, breakup where they still have this weird animosity. But I'll I'll bring it back to sports. I don't think anyone's going to say this, Rich, because there's so many sports examples. But anytime a fighter makes it, it's usually because their dad was pushing them. Their dad's usually their trainer, right? But their dad only could take them so far to the point where the son eventually is like, yeah, I got to move on from my dad. And the dad, so many times, is not understanding by this. And there's always this weird breakup between the boxer and the trainer, who's usually the dad in a lot of cases. Or, or Kavino. Mosley split with his dad. Calzaghi split with his dad. But a lot of times, Kavino, with a, with a trainer and a fighter, a lot of times people roll with the, with the narrative that they haven't been the same since they changed trainers a la Mike exactly. Tyson and Customato. A lot of people exactly. say yeah, a lot of people breakups. say Tyson post Customato was a different guy. Those breakups are always um, you know big headlines. So again, the the splits, the breakups courtesy of Hall and Oates, old school and 50 hits. All right, let's go to Kyle in Cincinnati. Kyle, you're on the show. What's up, bud? Hey, first time long time. Uh, happy Thanksgiving, guys. You too, buddy. Thank you. Um, I, I want to talk about it's. It's more of like a, a historical thing. Cincinnati, uh, it's local as well. Uh, Cincinnati is the oldest baseball team, and for as long as I can remember, we always started the season off before, like an hour or two before everybody off. So the kickoff yeah. of the baseball season was was in Cincinnati, and in a few years back, they decided to take it away and send it over to seas. Um, that 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 hurt. So I'll let you guys talk about that. Thanks so much for taking my yeah. call. Yeah, that is, that is a breakup, and it also goes along with the first conversation of tradition. And, you know, Cincinnati, 
there was that long standing where the Reds sort of kicked off the baseball season. I, I do think that was a mistake to get rid of that and make it like the opening night of Major League Baseball. You know, that keep traditions. Keep traditions alive. Keep them. Now, I have one that I don't think anyone's going to say, so it's a, it's a good one, though. And believe it or not, it's sports entertainment combined. Now, if you're a fan of all the amazing comedies of Will Ferrell, his writing partner is a guy named Adam McKay. Adam McKay and Will Ferrell. You name the movie that made you laugh your ass off, there's a good chance it was Will Ferrell and Adam McKay working together. I don't know if everyone knows this story, but Adam McKay wrote Winning Time on HBO that we all loved with John C. Riley. Will Ferrell so desperately wanted to play Mr. Buss, Dr. Jerry Buss, and Adam McKay chose John C. Riley instead. Good choice. And while John C. Riley was awesome on the show, Fictional or not, you know, stretching the truth, who cares? I loved Winning Time. I thought it was great. I'm bummed that it got canceled. But I think the craziest part is that Will Ferrell was so upset about this and feel like he, he felt like he was bamboozled and he felt like Adam McKay chose John C. Riley before even telling him and they don't talk anymore. So Will Ferrell's lifelong writing partner and him are done because he didn't cast him as Dr. Jerry Buss on Winning These Time. These are weird grudges, man. It really is. Like Hall and Oates. All the years spent on the road, all those beautiful songs, all that history, and a restraining order against the guy. So, again, other breakups and divorces and splits in sports that were unfortunate. Maybe it wasn't because they didn't get along, but the duo was never together again. <laughs> I think I'll, No one's going to say this, but as a kid, as a kid, your perspective's different, right? You were buying into the Bash Brothers. I never really saw them bash again, even as friends. The Bash, bash brothers. brothers. Right? Like, I never saw Conseco and, and McGuire really hug it out later on in life, but you bought into the fact that they were brothers, man, hitting bombs together. You want to say what's up to Sean? Sure. 877-99 on Fox. You're on, buddy. Kavino and Rich. What's up, Sacramento? Yo, happy Thanksgiving, my brothers and Yo. y'all got me lit up early in the morning. Chad mode out. <laughs> What's uh, up, buddy? Chad mode, so, bro. So first of all, you man, I got to cover a couple of bases for the breakup. I got an entertainment one. Ross and Rachel, are they together? Are they broken up? Are they together? Are We're they on a break. <laughs> <laughs> and then on the sports, on the sports side, that, that's my QB, man. What about Terrell Owens? And yeah. my man, uh, Donovan McNabb, what an epic breakup that was from crying for the guy on the podium to all of a sudden bashing him in the media. And I got to I gotta do one more thing, yeah. Rich. I got to go against your betting on Thanksgiving, man. You, look, these are all divisional games. And as Colin yeah. Coward says, stars. I mean, I mean as Colin stars Coward says. Attract stars attract <laughs> stars. Anything could happen in these divisional games. So instead of doing all the favorites, take all the dogs. Parlay five dollars on the round robin two leg, and then five dollars on the three leg. You could turn twenty bucks into eight hundred bucks, and have a happy Thanksgiving. What? That's all I got, y'all fellas. Keep it real, gangster. Yo. Wow, man. thank you, thank Sean. You. Great Sean. call, Sean. Thank you very much. Maybe I'll roll both. You ever you ever make two bets and they sort of contradict each other, but you feel like why not both? Again, why not both? Thank you, Sean. I love Sean and Sacktown. All well, right. Speaking of both, uh, I'm surprised Danny G hasn't chimed in with Kobe Bryant and Shaquille O'Neal who yeah. infamously had a falling out. You know, they seem to be at odds. Again, there was a love-hate thing there. Of course, Shaq had his love for him, too, but 
I think that hurt the fans a Danny, lot. No, Danny, did I mean, that hurt? Was... Did that hurt your feelings, Shaq and Kobe, or did that like you understood of the business and they had a little beef at times? Oh, that bothered me, and I think every other Laker fan because there was so much more on the plate left to go. I mean, they could have won two more championships. That is one of those big what ifs. Like, yeah, they could. They could have. I mean, Kobe went on to win two more. Shaq went on to win, I believe, two more as well, right? Chris Bosh and LeBron James, you know, they were so tight at one point, and then it got awkward. Mm-hmm. There's so many moments like Dude, this in sports. How about KD and the Thunder? Yeah. Also, also he, one you're probably not thinking about, Antonio Brown and the Steelers. Oh, yeah, too bad. <laughs> Antonio Brown and anyone. The, yeah, well, but, Antonio Brown and the Raiders. Well, let's back up. <laughs> Antonio Brown no, and but that wasn't reality. Even a, that wasn't even a real breakup because he never reality. played for him. But How about Antonio it, Brown in that helmet they wanted him to wear? How <laughs> about Antonio Brown in his shirt? How about Antonio Brown and his uh, frostbitten toes? Yeah, there's a weird dynamic between a lot of those things, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if it wasn't for the concussions, he'd probably still be balling out for the Steelers. What do you got, Nick? How about LeBron breaking up with Cleveland on ESPN and taking his talents to South Beach? Yeah. Oh, that, and then, no, you know, Lord. then you love him again when he comes back and wins you a championship. Yeah, it's just... That uh, money went to the Boys and Girls Club, though, Nick. Yeah. It's all, all good. <laughs> yeah, there when, were jerseys burned. There were a lot of jerseys burned. When someone dumps you but then comes back... That's that's you know an what, interesting Rich, thing too. There's a lot of a uh, lot of pop culture references too outside of sports and outside of music. I can't think of her name right now, but people always say if Matt Damon and his longtime wife ever break up, that's when you know like it's all over. The world is. <laughs> well, that's that's how I felt about Hugh Jackman. Yeah, because sometimes you, there's a couple that you're all about. Like, oh, they're a great couple. Like that power couple in the NFL and and the world of pop right now. Right? And then, oh, they're a great couple. They're a great couple. Nice and it always, it always fizzles. It always you know, fizzles. You know what, Covino? And, and we take it, if we take it back to music, you'll appreciate this one. How about uh, rap groups like A Tribe Called Quest? I, I thought you were going to say Wham. No. Well, <laughs> breakups in, in rap music, as they celebrate 50 years this year, was a big thing because um, in the early days of rap, a lot of the record labels took advantage of the artists. So you'd see a lot of squabbling and fighting over money and contracts. Squabbling, and, good Thanksgiving word. Yeah, and a lot of <laughs> a lot of rap a lot of rap groups broke up, like EPMD, Eric B and Rakim, um, NWA, the Fugees. And what happened is the list they goes got rid on. of the guy who seemed to be the least important sometimes, but yeah. he was the heart and soul of what they were doing. Or like the glue Ice that Cube, kept together, yeah. Ice Cube or Jerobi from a Tribe Called Quest, or you know a lot of these guys, and that's what happened. And it's sad. It really was. It's sad, and, and that's why I said to see Hall and Notes. It's so not such Hall a weird story, Oates. but it is a big story yeah it is. well hopefully your uh, hopefully your team stay together your favorite bands and hip-hop groups stay together but you know in the in the music world did we that, mention loggins and messina because i know that was tough oh, for uh, a, mike was, who runs this place yeah mike who runs this place hated that yeah. um just real Ooh. quick real quick when you think about the history of pop music right spot I, you know you and i worked in pop radio back in the day before this oh i remember rich cried when millie vanilli broke up it, it was uh devastating <laughs> no but every boy band what happens at the end of every boy band a la Zach Morris in Saved by the Bell. Remember he left Zach Attack? Oh, yeah. That was a reflection of real life. Every boy band or girl group, someone is convinced, you're the star. Do your own thing, a la Justin Timberlake, Harry Styles, Beyonce. You know, everyone, Camila Cabello, 
anyone that is an individual pop star, a lot of them have come from a group that they were convinced you're the you're the talent. Come on, go. That's how it was. That's how it is. Who else comes to mind? Sports, pop culture. Could put your answers at Covino and Rich on social media. You can still call two eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Hashtag Covino rules. Hashtag Happy Thanksgiving. No one used that hashtag. Hashtag Covino's a drive turkey. Uh, hashtag uh, extra stuffing. And we'll talk some Tom Brady next. Tom Brady had some words oh. about the current state of the NFL and Roger Goodell. How about Goodell. when he broke up with uh, Wes Welker? They were good pals. When you think Tom Brady, your first breakup thought isn't Giselle, it's Wes that, Welker? It was Giselle and Wes Welker. That's what comes to mind. And Bill Belichick. Yeah. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, Rich, I was thinking about what Tom Brady said and what Goodell said and 
I was thinking, just like you don't have to abandon old Thanksgiving traditions for the new ones, as we established earlier, yeah, you don't have to abandon fundamentals and good football for safety protocol. Like we said all day, why not both? Yeah. Why not both? It's not one or the other. Right. And, and that's where I think the problem lies, somewhere there. Now, before we talk about the games one last time today, happy Thanksgiving from the CNR show. And the Fox Sports Radio family to yours. Very thankful to be here. The whole team, Perfet, Danny G, thank you guys for everything. Spotty Boy, everybody at Fox Sports Radio. Nick Cope, Mike who runs this place. Our bosses and everybody listening. And if you like our show, remember on Monday, we'll be talking about all the games from today and throughout the weekend. Things that made you go, hmm, hmm. Week 12 of the NFL, and we play our game that's sweeping the nation, Rich. Last one standing on Monday. So join us, Cavino and Rich, Monday through Friday, 2 to 4 on the West. And please check out our podcast. You said you it, buddy. Doubts? You, you said it doubts? all. You've said Thanks, it all. <laughs> I didn't say it all because I want to know if you have doubts on your three-game parlay today. No, I don't, I'm not letting you idiots get in my head. I feel sure about good, that I feel, 49ers game? I feel good about it. But, you know, I wanted to... Uh, Take a look at each of these games real quick before you get out of here. And I want to talk about the Lions, and it's good that we have our buddy Perfett running the board today because he's a big Lions fan. And you know the schedule your team has in front of them, right, Chris? I uh, yeah yeah and, I mean and for clarity too I'm all like you know I, I I cover the Lions as well and what the schedule in front of them the Vikings the Vikings down the road yeah they they is, right now right now so you right guys now, yeah, you, got, okay. you have the Packers today then you have Saints Bears Broncos this team could go twelve and two into the final three games which are Vikings Vikings Cowboys, Cowboys Vikings. Vikings which and then maybe a third time against the Vikings in the playoffs yeah. if they do make it which is rough but I the funny thing about that is. All those games are indoors except for that Bears game. Yeah, so you have you have an opportunity to really keep this thing rolling and go after the one seed. And I say that because when you look at the Eagles schedule, I know the Eagles aren't playing today, but when you look at the Eagles schedule, while they are 9-1 and one and dominant, and as a Niners fan, I'm scared of the Eagles. I was talking to Nick Cope about it before. I'm scared of the Eagles. They're good. But they play the Bills the next four weeks for the, for the Eagles – Bills, Niners, Cowboys, Seahawks, they have a rougher, a way rougher schedule. So the Lions, you know, you got to take care of the Packers today because the Lions could very well be playing for that one seed and home field throughout. You, No one, I promise you, the Lions and 49ers fans don't want to go play in Philadelphia in the playoffs. Especially in the NFL. I, someone made the great point that there is so much, like the one seed in the NFL for the playoffs might be the best one seed in sports because you get that first round by and you get both games at home versus the second versus the two seed where you do need to play that wild card team and then you're, yeah. you're almost Garrett you have to go play on the road at some point in, in other like basketball doesn't seem like it's a factor anymore baseball we've realized that home field and the one seed might be a disadvantage so uh, I like the Lions today a lot they're really fighting for that one seed Cavino so Lions Packers that's going to start up that's going to start up in about a half hour and again the f- first time since 1962 when JFK was president that they're eight and two no Jair Alexander and no Aaron Jones for the Packers today too so that's that should be a good one all right so football beside that you're just worried about eating so what are we looking forward to let's go around the room what, what is your what is your go-to 
Yeah, Spotty, you're our food connoisseur. Yeah, what do you, what do you, what is your go to? You're up first. What's your favorite dish? <sighs> oh, this is tough. Uh, you know, because every, everything has its merits. Listen, I'm, listen to this guy. Everything has its merits. Yeah, Answer the damn question. in one minute. Uh, okay. Oh, uh, stuffing. I'm just going to go pure stuffing, right. but cornbread and bread mix stuffing. All right. Covino? Uh, I'm going ham. I'm not a turkey guy. So ham, yeah, obviously stuffing. Who doesn't love stuffing? I think stuffing might right. be the answer for everyone because yeah. I'm a stuffing. Stuffing too. Perfect. Candied sweet potatoes. Oh, oh that's yeah. good. That's a good love one. Coke, bro. Split, split with fresh cranberry sauce too. Nick Coke. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be my aunt's stuffing, 100%. Stuffing stu- you know, my wife and I make two extra trays of stuffing so that we could eat it Ooh, for yeah, like a week. Necessary. And by the way, just a fun fact, I looked this up. Monday is the last day they say you should have leftovers. So they oh, say four, four days. So mon- like I'll, a Monday, I'll ride that for a week. A Monday turkey <laughs> <Yeah>. sandwich. <laughs> and that would be my answer. Leftover turkey sandwiches. Mayo, little right. touch of mustard, white bread. Don't forget the moist maker. Oh, 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 oh. All right, we'll see you guys on Monday. Have a great Thanksgiving. Thank you, Dan Patrick. Kavino Rich, we'll see you. Arrivederci, man. Baby. See you in the promised land. Happy Thanksgiving. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.